to be here This time of year Time to celebrate Your great victory Come on up here, Buck All right, girls Show him what he's won This is your life, Buck. Look at all the people here to cheer you on. Oh, don't mind that. That's the vat of blood. <laughs> Now you might wonder, what is he up to now? Get that spotlight on Buck. Hey, Buck, come on up here and get your reward. Girls, show him what he's won. All eyes on you. All eyes on you. All eyes on you. I went into death. I went into detail about my uh, health crisis, and then when I got home, I mean, it's, it's 
I suddenly got zapped with a cold or flu or something. And, and, uh, so you can hear that in my voice today. And that now I'm, I, you know, I haven't taken a turn for the worst. I think what happened is, can you hear me? I'm on the mend. I just think this was, uh, part of getting really tired, you know, and, uh, racing around to try to get help and, you know, and then getting here and just being, uh, uh, you know, not, uh, I don't know. I think I caught it on the road. I noticed it. Uh, I think I noticed it just slightly, like on almost, uh, it take a couple of days to get back from, from Houston to Santa Fe, so maybe on the road at some point, a little tingle in my throat, and then, you know, developed into a, a cold, which is um, kind of a drag because I really, you know, but at the same time, I'm not really in a hurry as I used to be in a hurry going nowhere. So here we are. Um, I'm going to hit you with a few. Um, we're going to just start right off with the word of God. Lord, I just pray that uh, you protect the podcast and protect the, all who listen and all who will listen in the years to come as things fall further and further apart. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Uh, recompense to no man evil for evil, but provide things honest in the sight of all men. For behold, the Lord cometh out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquity. The earth shall also disclose her blood and shall no more cover her slain. In other words, all, all, all the evil and the reason for the wrath will be exposed first. Jesus said, first will be exposed those things kept in secret. Now, when I started the Zeph report, all this was kept in secret, and I got mocked by the patriot community. I was mocked by the Christians. Later, it turns out that some of these people in the patriot, so-called patriot, were infiltrators, Definitely in the Christian church, they were all infiltrators, and they are, were all on the other side. I mean, every good-standing member of the church, plus the you know elders, pastors, whatever, all seem to be part of this problem that brings the wrath of God. So let, let me further go into it. The, the Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust day... Uh, of judgment to be punished. So this is another interesting, and that's from uh, Peter two Peter two nine. See, that's very interesting to me because that's exactly I see that exact thing right now. I see the Lord separating His own from those to be punished. So let's take that one more time as we look at uh, how the wrath of God, you know, is perpetrated. So you can start, you know, noticing. God's wrath where you think it's their folly or they're getting away with something and you go, well, wait a second. No, that looks like more like something is happening to them. And when I say them, I mean those people who uh, sold their souls for money, um, even a pittance, um, you know, to or to, you know, in order to belong to the world systems so they could be uh, legitimized. Which is a ruse because the only legitimization you need is from the Most High God. 
your father who made you. You're legitimate already. You don't need to, right? Because if you sell into the circles of shame, I call them shame because they, they keep silent about it, you know, and now it's kind of coming out and a lot of them are running for the hills because they've been engaged in the thing God hates, the abomination. I mean, I don't need to name them. We can just say the capital A abomination. God hates the abomination. It's um, when we're delivered in Christ, we keep our eyes on Christ. So we don't go back to eat our own vomit like a dog eating its own vomit. We don't do that. We get delivered in Christ, and that's where we are. That that's that's see that's actually a a, a piece of real estate in a sense, but it's a position in in reality that is not in this other position over here which is just, you know, the worldly position is the world, the default for Earth at this time. So the position in Christ is not at the same place as the position in the world. The position in Christ is definitely in another world, um, you know, in, in the kingdom, and Jesus is king. And in Jesus' kingdom, you know, you are a um, perfectly um, accepted and we all realize, too, now that we are not a collective. Of course, the Bible's very clear on that. Um, another interesting one is Psalm 711, where it says, God judges the, right, judges the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. So and what that means, angry, it means that God sees, God's attention is on them. And then, so what you look for is you look how they're not accomplishing their goals. Something is blocking them. Even when they go all out, you know, with their, um, you know, their various agendas, their trans agenda, their, um, their, their BLM agenda, their riots, their locking people up on, on unjustfully, you know, in an unjust manner and, and, and exercising totalitarianism and autocracy. Besides that, um, they're also not accomplishing their goal. I mean, you know, the Yuval Harari and all the others, they have pretty much egg on their face in terms of um, wanting to have gotten this stuff done with COVID. Now it's going on 2024 and there is no reset or new world order in sight for them. There is no way they can accomplish anything. I mean, they can destroy the earth by 2030. But that's not exactly the utopia they promised, is it? Of course not. And they can have all kinds of rules. Now, I think it's interesting when we look at California. It's a perfect example. San Francisco is the quintessential example of the wrath of God. It is the perfect destruction of a city, destruction of a culture. In fact... In studying my own genealogy, you know, a lot of it is based in Berkeley, you know, a uh, you know suburb or whatever of, of uh, San Francisco in, in Alameda County, and uh, I guess it's part of Oakland, but it's in the Bay Area there. And the thing that's so interesting is I, I remember the story of, of an ancestor who took wood from, you know, coming from Boston to San Francisco and sailed around, I, I believe I've got the um, the ship's name now, and uh, I have the manifest of the ship, 
and I've got the you know the idea that they uh, they would bring wood to San Francisco and they'd have to sail around the Horn of um, um, of uh, South America, which is uh, highly very treacherous, you know, just really really unstable waters and very dangerous for boats. Uh, Tierra del Fuego, is that it? And then up the coast, and then up to San Francisco to build the first houses there. They had to bring the lumber in uh, from the east. And, of course, you know, there's plenty of lumber around up in the Sierras and, you know, up in the mountains. But then that has to be, you know, um, uh, gathered. And, you know, they had no way at that point of getting that there. And and going back to the year about 1840, 50, the time of the gold rush. And San Francisco was really nothing it was just an empty place, kind of, you know, until they started building houses and residences, and of course now it got it got all built up. But there's a there's a plan in this. Um, Hilton, the uh, huge conglomerate, you know, just the, the biggest hotel corp that ever lived, and also, you know, um, I think it's gotten as big as it can get now with the population shrinking. I think it's going to basically go through things like this. It abandoned. It abandoned its uh, hotel there. Now the Hilton in San Francisco. I don't think this was like a, um, you know, Hilton, whatever they have these little motel things. Uh, there was a Hilton hotel, and it was abandoned because they say it's unsafe. But I'll tell you the real reason it's abandoned is because nobody's going there, not because it's unsafe. That's that's a false statement. Nobody is going there because no one wants to go to San Francisco. San Francisco is a failed city. And it's a complete example of the wrath of God. It is exactly the wrath of God. You want to see the wrath of God up close? Go, go, you know, Google San Francisco and take a look at the videos and pictures and take a look at that. That was one of the most pristine cities. In fact, at one point I remember San Francisco was considered the most beautiful city in America. I don't know if Trish remembers that, but it was like, a Time Magazine thing, where they rank the cities. You know, and San Francisco was number one because it has hills and it's got coasts and it's got beaches. It's got a beautiful harbor. It's got you know tremendous potential on every level. Plus, you know, just south of San Francisco, not too far south, at Half Moon Bay, it has the California's only real big wave that competes with the big waves around the world, and in, in, uh, um, especially in Hawaii. It, it, uh, Jaws and uh, other, you know, whatever secret spots, or, you know, Nazare is something else, but uh, it has in Mavericks, it has the uh, biggest wave. It's a, it's a, it's a standard big wave, you know, giant wave to ride, and it attracts surfers from all the world. There are plenty of fatalities there too. The sea has claimed quite a few. So you've got that, and you've got the boating, and you've got the, the you know, the harbor. And uh, you have every kind of, you know, um, the thing that, that I've realized about San Francisco being there, and especially I took an RV trip there. We stayed in uh, Pacifica, kind of over the water, and then took day trip into, because my daughter wanted to see the hippie, hippie town, she called it, uh, Haight-Ashbury, because she's really into that from her studies. And then see, we went down to Haight-Ashbury, and it was all... It was all like, you know, T-shirts, and it, it was just like, you know, corporate America. And she was so disappointed. She was so, um, you know, oh, God, you know, it's just turned into like a shopping mall. 
And uh, I'm like, yeah, that's what's happened to all of America. And then next, uh, she may have even prophesied it herself, this, I knew the city would fall then, you know? I knew because when we were staying out in Pacifico on the edge of the RV park, it was just a little humble little RV park, and the cliffs were falling. The, you know, the, the, the cliff, was, you couldn't get, we, we backed up, we had a trailer at the time, we backed up to the uh, edge of the cliff and they had, had it you know, roped off. And the actual edge of where the parking lot went a little bit further, it just jaggedly had dropped off. You know, and <laughs> I don't know what ever happened to that place. It's called the San Francisco RV Park. I think it's still there. Uh, oh, no, we loved it. Oh, you came, we were just over, we were literally over the ocean and that uh, beautiful f- foggy air that comes in, that, that balmy air. And, you know, it's, it's cold. It's, it's a whole different thing up there. Watch the early, Cl- uh, you know, Clint Eastwood uh, movies. They all take place in San Francisco, right? So, um, so it's a big deal. And and then also just remember from occult studies and things like that, you know, the Bohemian Grove, Bohemian Club, um, you know, Freemasonry and as it exists in the United States and how how it, how it and um and the Bohemian Club have led to this. It's funny. The Bohemian Club was founded by William Keith, who would have been a uh, I don't know, distant great uncle or something. And he um, he founded it with the idea of having ninety percent of the membership be wealthy industrialists or you know the, the wealthy of the time, and ten percent be the artist, because he wanted to build up the coffers of the starving artists and writers as well, you know, novelists, poets, and he himself was a mystic and brought the occult in. He was the one that actually brought in the ritual in the uh, Sonoma woods. In Sonoma, uh, which is called the um, Bohemian Grove, but that's the Sonoma. So he brought, he brought that in as well because that, that jived with his own philosophy or his own mysticism, his own... I guess he was kind of like a spiritualist. You know, he was kind of like a, a, an early version of uh, Madame Blavatsky or Gurdjieff, you know, doing syncretic uh, studies with Tibetan Buddhism and blending with Western mysticism and Christianity and other ideas uh, and blending these together into a kind of a, um, a confabulation which really equaled, in the end, collectivism. He was a big... Uh, champion of collectivism and that uh, no man can make it on his own blah 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 we are not individuals we're only really just a collective so he and 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 I can see why he would think that because that's you know the source of his success as an artist as a painter really is owed to the collective you know and owed to like things like the bohemian club and wealthy donors and and people that would you know so so this courting of a collective or forming a collective or forming, um, you know, circles in a society, social circles, um, is, is a lot of the way that artists would get paid. They, they call them in those days salons. You'd have it like, you know, Gertrude Stein had a salon in Paris. And in that salon were many, um, you know, upcoming writers like Ernest Hemingway, you know. And, uh, and but the whole goal of the um, collective of the Gertrude Stein Salon, which is about the collective, was the advent of communism, 
of what we see today, in, in from my reading and from my looking at it, it's just, I, I think the word liberal is not really correct. I think the word authoritarianism, totalitarianism, uh, you know, back to a dictatorship of some kind is really where spiritualism or those any, anything that has to do with um, the occult and occult worship and all that always leads to totalitarianism. And the reason why is because in those clubs, circles, guilds, organizations, and all that, it's, it, if you look right now at, at, at the activists who are out there now, anybody who disagrees with anything is, out, is cast out. If you don't conform 100%, and the thing that's so weird about today is the rules change every week. So if you're not updating your rules and conforming as they go, like, you know, the, the pronouns or this or that, whatever it is, you're cast out. And that's the, that's the core. See, that's the real main understanding. Once you see LGBTQ as not a sex organization, once you see it as a, um, uh, you know, a battering ram to change society, you know, it's 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 they're not there to go. We're queer folk, and we just we're just little queer folk. Please just accept us and see us, and and see us for who we are, and love us, and let us love you. And why can't we just have equality? It's because the spirit is different. The spirit of that is collectivism, and anyone that 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 seeks freedom would be in um, contrary to collectivism. So contrary to a movement like. You know the current Democratic Party, the uh, the Uni Party, including uh, Rhino Republicans, the uh, um, to a certain extent the Church system, which kind of was and then was corrupt and now has fallen, and they're trying to revive it, but only God can revive it at this point. Um, and 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 a lot of these occult movements, like I say, they're cults. So when you get uh, brought into a cell, I've been in many cells. I've been in many cults. And I can tell you the way they work, and they're, 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 it doesn't matter whether it's a, you know, a gay sex cult down in West Hollywood or a breakaway Christian commune in the, in the hills of Santa Barbara. It really doesn't matter. It's the same exact thing and has the same exact purpose. And the purpose today is, and the purpose has always been, and the purpose will always be. You know, it's like the golden calf versus Moses. It will always be that. So the people of God, they say, well, they're hated. Of course, the pe- anyone of God is, is hated, not hated, but persecuted with the idea of killing them. Because they realize that anyone that is an individual is, is not going to be able to, um, you know, they, they take great offense at that. And it, it actually disturbs them and they can't have the world that they want if there are people out there who don't agree, meaning... Well, okay, they want to get into a little sex orgy and you roll your eyes and walk away. They can't have that. Everyone has to join in. Or some political movement, or some demonstration, or something. They always go as a group. And the reason they always go as a group is because individually they get beaten down and weakened and weakened and weakened and weakened so that the group is their only strength. It's their only real family. And they're even told uh, by, you know, influencers like Jeffrey Marsh, who's out there influencing the children, you know, to break away from their parents. His, his whole spiel is to break away from your parents, and then and then he wants to coach you on how to, um, you know, realize that, you know, you have needs and blah, blah, blah. It's another one of his big uh, talks. 
and that um, you know, in, in a sense, he's he's just trying to you know break you down and, and have you admit that you know you need you know there's nothing wrong with the barrier of children and adults having sex and you know uh, whatever the other ones are, gay sex, this sex, that sex. It's it seems to be about sex with him, but it also seems that he's a cult leader type recruiting children for the purpose of you know um, you know using the old term grooming. But, you know, preparing for... This has been done for thousands of years, which is just preparing the kids to um, meet the world as it is, which is basically a, a pedophile run, a satanic run, Satan run uh, world. And uh, freedom to these people is... Well, if you've seen the pride parades, you see the kind of, you know, thing they're talking about, at least in in that. And when you see um, uh, the... Uh, who is our, we have a, a, a trans woman, um, head of health, what is her, Rachel Levine, Dr. Rachel Levine. Well, during COVID, she had, you know, instructions for orgies. She said, oh, no, we don't want the orgies to stop, even though COVID, like, it would be a super spreader, right? <laughs> and, you know, stop everything, but but by all means, don't stop the orgies. And so, you know, and so what is sex really used for? Because this is not used for any kind of procreation. Of course, the family is hated. Any institution is hated by these people. Everything that is decent is hated by these people. The only thing that they that they really love is, um, you know, fulfilling their own selfish desires and also um, their collective owners because they have to submit to slavery in order to serve the group, which can't be served without this obedience without a pledge of obedience a, a pledge you know to conformity you know free will consent so that you can be trusted um so i've been in and out of a, a lot of these cults and that's how they work that's how they always work um some are syncretized some have to do with sex as religion some like the lgbtq is really uh, it's really sex as religion but also it's politics mainly you know it's changing society and um, you know it's 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 vilifying people. It's spreading racism. Uh, it's 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 trying to vie for civil war. Um, you know um, the 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 open corruption of children um, um, is the purpose of it. Is not you know again you know, Americans are all hung up on sex. It's not really sex. The end goal of that is not only obedience but it's also soldiers. In the upcoming civil war, it's recruiting of of, of an army. Really, because I can see now that they they're envisioning a war between, say, straight people that are not part of any of that or not going along with their rhetoric or their pronouns or whatever versus them. And so we need all the kids to uh, take up arms or to be trained, you know. And you see the uh, Antifa and these other groups who are there always with the. Um, you know, with and, and, you know, and the weirdest thing was seeing drag queens getting involved in it, because usually drag queens are not really part of a political thing, and there's always been drag queens and vaudeville and you know, and people dressing up in drag and putting on a show. That's 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 never really really been a dirty thing. That's never been a bad thing. It's never been you know. Uh, gay people have never been a bad thing. In fact, in my lifetime, gays are you know co- more accepted than ever, and, and they're not accepted around the world completely. But in America, they've been very, very good to uh, 
uh, climate for, for being gay. I can't imagine a better, I mean, what, what freedom isn't there? In fact, in this environment, not being gay is really a, 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 you know, a pariah position. It's, a, it's, a, it's a, a, an outcast position. You know, either be gay or be cast out. It's not a, no longer even conforming. It's be gay or be cast out. And then they like to sit there on their high horse and criticize, you know, people that are that are you know um, not going to go along with the uh, gender, um, you know, fluidity uh, uh, um, uh, programs, and then and then label them like cisgenders, and and uh, that goes right up there. That's right up there with boomers and other insulting terms uh, to 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 further divide. And conquer, you know, and and gather and recruit people to their side, which again is not it's 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 more a religion than it is having to do with sex. Sex is um, really a small part of it. Because what is there that that hasn't been done? Everything that I can think of has been done throughout my lifetime in terms of sexual positions, um, man on man, woman, animals, you know, and unfortunately a lot of really perverse things that are beyond that that uh, we don't want to talk about. There's never really been any kind of policing of it. There's never really been, I mean, there were sodomy laws based on, on the Bible because, because people see when it, when it goes that way. When, if it gets promoted, you know, it's, it's sort of like, okay, so people are going to do what they're going to do. But that doesn't mean that it has to become part of a political movement and to be, you know... So anyway, that's... I don't want to get that all confused with um, uh, all the others that are part of this uh, communist uh, overthrow of the free world. The Great Reset, um, Klaus Schwab, all those people, you know... Uh, you know, the, the pedophile armies uh, out there, which would now include the U.S. military. Um, back when I heard about when, when the, they had the big earthquake in Haiti, and I was talking to Govinda about this, and we were talking about the children uh, that were being taken by the U.N., and I, I didn't really tune in. You know, it, it was a little bit later I really kind of woke up on this topic that that we're dealing with something a worldwide you know that's a military industrial complex level and they were taking kids and um the un and trafficking them you know and just taking them off the island you know just <laughs> gone and some wound up with you know clintons and others and politicians and you know we hear about orgies that they order up a whole bunch of kids to come to the White House and you know, disgrace the whole place. And I, I, the re, I guess the reason this is so foreign to me is even though I was abused as a child and, and, um, and you know, um, uh, they tried to make me ashamed and, and, and screwed up and perverted and, you know, whatever. Um, you know, I never really felt... I, I never really felt that it was... Uh, I never really thought it was as widespread as, as what I ended up, you know, going public about in the Zeph report. I did report on it, but still, even while I was reporting on it, I, I still didn't see the whole picture until about, until about 2003-ish, four, where I could see the whole world, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, that's what it was when we were kids, because 
a lot of you, you know, have been um, victims, unfortunately, of um, gang stalking and psychological experiments and, you know, electronic um, uh, warfare and mind control. And some have been sold into slavery, like they tried to do to me, and they did to many women, got sold into slavery into Hollywood. And many of the big stars were like pornographers and, you know, and they were trafficking children and training children to to be in government uh, parties and things to be able to get secret intel and uh, courier it back to the uh, the programmers. And all this was going on way before you guys were even born. So it's a matter of bringing all this out. And the reason you see Disney jumping on this and, and uh, all the people that you might see at a Bohemian Grove event um, would be all down with the woke because, you see, that's kind of like their coming out party. You know, that's the CEOs and the people there and everybody that's there, everyone that works there, they've all sold out into it. And, you know, the reason why they did is because they couldn't get a job if they didn't, at least in their mind. So it really goes back to, to money and then money being the root, of, you know, the love of money being the root of all evil. And the, the love of money is what caused these people to step over that line. That line is the end of your salvation. There is no salvation for you if you live on that side of the line. So you can just start adding up the millions and millions of people and it, it's mind-boggling how many there are. But that's the issue. It's spiritual in the end. It's not about, I mean, I understand people want money, so it's like, they go, well, if you, you know, give this guy a blowjob and do this and do that, you can maybe get yourself a position in the mailroom and then work your way up. You know, you know what I mean? That's, that's literally how it is. It's on that level. So if you're not one of those, if you want to, if you're a goody two-shoes or whatever, you're a Christian who's walking the, you know, you, you, you say you were gay and now you're celibate, because you're you 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 don't want to go there in sin. You don't want to you know abuse sex. You don't want to you know you're you're maybe you're you're you become a teetotaler as well. You know and people ah oh, why can't you just have a drink? You know you want to use some goody two you know all that. Eventually they'll just kill you because your existence makes them feel bad. I mean that's how Jesus was. I mean his existence. Just made no, nothing work. How can the king, how can King Herod operate when Jesus is around? How could, how could Pharaoh operate, you know, when God is, is uh, you know, you know in, present and out doing everything Pharaoh can think of? Then God becomes the, the thing and not the king, which they can't have. So the whole world is given the chance to conform and become part of this um, abomination, the abomination, and that the abomination is not just the unforgivable sin, but it is the, you know, and this is why the message to the Calvary Chapel and others is, you know, that kind of um, affiliation is what propels the human trafficking and the pedophilia and the child sacrifice. And, and you know, and we, when we um, go to the Lord, we become, in a sense, living sacrifices. We become a living sacrifice, you know, because we have um, foregone, you know, the, because the, 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 the first thing that you're offered in the world is, the you know, the keys to the kingdom if you bow down. 
This was very clear in the scriptures that, you know, that the only thing that God would tolerate would be obedience, not obedience, but complete fidelity. If you're a child of the Most High God, though, it doesn't occur to you to really go, the, the quote, other side is not really a, a thing. And if you're, you know, a lamb from birth, as many of us are, it, it, it never, no matter what they did around you, orgies and this and that, and just, you know, freewheeling, it's freewheeling, right? And the rock and roll would call that, you know, freedom. So there they are exercising their freedom, but you're not, you're not seeing the religious aspect of it. The fact is that freedom becomes idolatry. The idolatry or the path of Satan is a big wide path and easy to, to be on. It just requires conformity. It, it requires the, the end of thinking. You know, just do what you're told and don't think. Just do what you're told, don't think and don't criticize and everything will be fine and you'll make money. So what do you care? As long as you're making yours and you're, you're fat and happy, what do you care? Remember that when you were down and out and had nothing and nobody cared about you, that Satan was the one that made you whole. Don't forget that when it comes down to loyalty. When you start thinking about Jesus and jumping ship and all that, just think about that, being a traitor. So they have that end of that, that, that argument going. And so, you know, the, the occultists, you know, going back to the, the early Grove people, the, the, the people who were pushing to, out to California to, and the gold rush, the pioneers and all that, looking for a new life. That looking for a new life always comes with it, this idea of social organization for the purpose of everybody making more money. And then the corruption comes in. And the corruption is basically having a secret um, connection to Satan, that's yours and yours alone, but you've got it. You've got a mark on you that everybody can see. So the world leaves you alone and they'll persecute you because they can see you have a mark. Like they have a mark, you have a mark. And, you know, the people of God, they have a, a signature, a way about them that where they can be detected easily. It takes five seconds to detect that uh, people that are not of this world, and I definitely, I don't even try to act in a, in a, in a manner they can understand. They just don't understand me, for example. And they don't understand you. They don't understand how everybody wouldn't be on the same path. That's really what they think. And, um, you know, so we're talking about a lot of people. We're not talking about, you know, you know the gays or the, you know, the military, this, that, all these little things, all these little organizations. We're talking about the whole, the whole plan, that, that communism is Satanism. Satanism is communism the point of which is to overthrow God, the point of which is to overthrow Jesus Christ. And if you look at everything that there is, it's a raid against Jesus. And all their rituals, everything they got going, everything they talk about, even when they do, when, they, when the Church of Satan goes and does something, it's usually to desecrate some Christian thing or, you know, Easter or whatever it is. And, um, you know, they show you who they are. See, here's the thing. I'm not saying anything that isn't just readily available by eyesight. Right in front of your face. Man, I hate this cold. I, um, so anyway, so the stage we're in now is the wrath of God. So let's look at a couple more. 
Well, here's one. Enter ye into the straight gate, for, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. And many there that go, go in, 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 in thereat. Okay, many, many which go in thereat. Okay, now that's a very clear edict of Scripture that's very, it's, it's, you can't really ignore this. Enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to destruction. Meaning the two ways. Jesus is narrow, Satan's wide. Satan just is there to recruit everybody and then have them, you know, and which eventually makes the civilization collapse. Every satanic uh, government organization, whatever, has eventually collapsed. And you just saw it with the Hilton, Hilton having to abandon a hotel. Probably the first time in their history they had to do that. Because the city of San Francisco has collapsed, is, is, is gone. It will become, and I think part of the plan of Gavin Newsom is to drive it into a ghost town. Because he is working for the global collective. He's not working for California. <clears throat> That's the main thing. Um, uh, another one... Um, The Bible also calls um, the, you can't really have the occult without the flesh. So what we're talking about today, and, and, and those of you who, who, um, who may feel offended, all I can say is that I'm just telling the truth as a messenger, and, and if you have a problem with it, you can, you can take it to God, take it to your cult leader, because, you know, it, it is the way it is. I think your cult leader will explain to you that, Zeff told you exactly right of what it is, and so, you know, and, and if you can't handle it, that's you know shows that um, you know you've been duped. You've been duped to being on the other side, and that would be the uh, in opposition of God. If you're in opposition of God, you are not saved. You're in opposition of God. If you're saved, then you're on Jesus' side. You're saved by your belief and loyalty and love of God. If you're on the other side, you hate God and everything about God, and you'll persecute everyone who is part of God's world. And uh, But that will prove to God and, and the entire kingdom and everyone that you are uh, anti-Christ, that you are anti-Jesus, you are anti-love, you're anti-creation. In fact, some of these more advanced people are busy destroying forests and destroying cities and destroying everything they can destroy because that's what they do. While they say they're posing, you know, in as the saviors, coming in to rescue everybody, and they're not rescue. You see, Gavin Newsom doesn't lift a finger to help, you know, do anything with San Francisco. Only if they can make it a, a tax on everybody, will they will they act like they're doing something. So the wrath of God has visited San Francisco, and is beginning to visit New York. So my prediction of New York is it's 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 almost like John Carpenter's movie, you know, Escape from New York. It will, you know, eventually become a totalian nightmare, or, or even like Total Recall, which was a kind of um, dystopian state that that would, you know, that was going to Mars, and what they were trying to do on Mars is crush the rebellion of people that wanted to be free, and victims of the, you know, New World Order on Mars, and uh, you know, the hero uh, in this case uh, Schwarzenegger gets all, you know. He gets all connected with them, and you know he starts seeing the uh, the, the, the the rebellion is the right way to go against the uh, powers that should not be, <laughs> the powers that be, 
Um, and uh, it became a hero story. Well, I don't think Schwarzenegger believes that anymore, and I don't believe the people that back him believe it anymore. Um, you know, the people that are pushing all of this, you know, the Larry Finks of the world, the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the, the Yuval Harari's, the, the uh, you know, the group, the mayors, the, 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 you know, the governors, the, the DAs, all of them that are pushing for this society change are pushing for a complete failed state. There is no plan of a utopia. There never has been because they don't know how to do it. To have a utopia, they need builders. The builders are not on their side. So they will lose. They will lose because they don't have the goods. They do have the military, for, at least for now. But the only reason they have the military is because um, you know they've, they've been able to recruit, kick people out, and arrange it the way they like. But ultimately, the um, you know, for, for disobedience to be to to work against this awful establishment machine, it's so weird seeing like Gen Z embrace you know totalitarian government, isn't it? So stupid. So dumb. Dumb kids are you know way dumber today than they were in my generation because they just fall for it. And you know, the first thing they do is they get to blame their parents and <laughs> blame society. And take no responsibility and then go, you know, tear it up and you know, accuse people and point the finger at people and say, you're the problem. Or, you know, we got to get rid of white people or any other bizarre thing. And the professors, too, they've all been coddled. None of them have anything to do with it. Most of them don't even know how to sign a, you know, write a check or go to the market or anything. They live in these ivory towers where they just, you know, are paid to basically, you know, have an ongoing mental insurrection you know, against, you know, anything that has to do with the world system or, you know, establishment. And when you think of the past, the things they're putting down, the statues they're tearing down and the, the, the kind of way they're going at it, it's so funny because it's, it's, so, it's so stupid. It's so hypocritical that because they're ripping down statues of people that are actually back them, like, uh, you, you know, um, uh, you know, the, 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 uh, you know uh, certain heroes that they... Uh, that would have given them the platform to speak, um, they're disregarded as well. So when you, when you look for rhyme or reason, the, the, the rhyme or reason is this. They want to join and be recruited so they, so they can eventually boss people around. That's really all it is, and that's, that's what the cult is based on, on the newbies becoming empowered one day where they couldn't be empowered by the, by the world or the world system. Also becoming the fast track in Satanism is... Uh, their way, and that uh, the, 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 the slow track is the way of society or you know, keeping things the same. People that want to do that are evil and uh, you know, need to be disposed of as quickly as possible, please, so we can have a nice gay world or whatever, which is, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, we would, you know, I, I don't want to harp solely on that stuff, but I mean, you know, they're in the news and, and, um, you know, being very loud and being being very, um, you know, uh, militant and, and all that. And it's like the militancy is falling. Another big scam is, you know, global warming. And we all know that's fake. And they keep pushing that. And the, and all these groups are involved in all of it. The global warming, LGBTQ, the the uh, getting rid of Bibles, you know, the, the uh, you know, just, just the old kingdom gone. And seeing the people selling out into it. 
your 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 athletes, your celebrities, your ESPNs, your you know sneaker companies, your your your, your Hilton hotels, all these people that are going along. Um, you know, I I promise you, will be destroyed. And I'll give you even more evidence here. But I forewarn you whom ye shall fear. Fear him which after he hath killed has power to cast you into hell. Yea, I say unto you, fear him. The one that, that basically can, you know, again, God's wrath, you know, he kills you, right? He allows a bloodbath in America. But then he has the power to send your, your soul hellward, you know, we, for how long, we don't know for the, exactly what that means. We, we're not really completely sure. But it is to be cut off from God for, you know, considerable period of time, to say the least. And, you know, to fear that. Um, and almost all things are, by the law, purged with blood. Uh, another, you know, true statement. Um, and, uh, okay, so, he that believeth in the Son has everlasting life, and he that believes not in the Son shall not see life. But the wrath of God abideth in him. So, uh, you have to meet the person of Jesus and when you do. You realize it's not about you, but you also realize that everything that's brought you to this point, God has been leading. So, you know, that's the end of the, you know, the scriptures I pulled. Just because I wanted you to understand that, you know, God is not distant. That what's happening in San Francisco is real. The idea that they don't have a solution is real. Uh, anyway, my dog is acting up. I'm going to have to, you know, be moving. But here's the thing: we want evidence of the presence of God. We want miracles. We want we want to be delivered. We're tired of being assaulted, you know, criticized, you know, for believing in God, for believing there is a sovereign creator. And that's really why we're criticized. That's really why, you know, it's it's outside the box that they have made. And not only that, but we think that's like in music, I think completely outside the box. That's why a lot of my tracks are, are relevant 10 years later. Why? Because I'm not in their box. I'm not in their rut. I'm not in their new style that will be obsolete in six months. I do what I do. And so, therefore, um, it will always be relevant. I'm back in the studio again. That's the reason I mentioned it. And I've got even more abstract. This next tune that's coming is a very big abstraction. It's an abstract... Uh, it's, uh, uh, you know, kind of, kind of cool, kind of hard-hitting. So I just... Keep following down that path and see where it leads. And um, what I understand is, no, I know you have that. I know you have that squeak toy, Ben's. <laughs> He's trying to hand it to me, and he takes it away. 
But um, for Crazed House, okay, so my new announcement. I still have some uh, books here. Uh, this book was, you know, when people saw The Quantum Devil, they came back and they bought Society. They, they, they bought, uh, rather, I'm sorry, not Society, but they bought the uh, Girl Next book along with the, um, they, they, they got posters of The Dark Side of Society, which is a documentary we did. And they have, um, and they also picked up, uh, you know, T-shirts and they picked up Glass Backwards, which I think is, is uh, you know, a really great example of, I think it's a, it's a much better story than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> but it's dark as can be. It is dark. Anyway, I see that you have that. I'm told that they're going to be having a shopping cart up there. And I personally like, what I like is, and I'm being distracted by my dog here, so please understand that. I really like... Um, the, the Dark Side of Society shirt, which has my logo. My logo is, you know, the guy there with the bowler hat and the glasses. That's me. So that's become my logo, my, my signature. And, um, you know, I like that one, that T-shirt, which, which is basically has a little bit of uh, the old society uh, graphics on it. And it basically talks about, you know, me who, you know, who came to write the uh, original script that eventually led to the movie Society, which, um, you know, uh, we, we all developed and rewrote it and, you know, got it ready, but it still had the same flavor, same characters, everything that, that we started out with, uh, that, that, that um, I invented. And um, so they're interested in that. And then when they get that, you know, that poster, because it's not out yet, they get, uh, it will premiere in London. You know, we, 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 we're an international, uh, small international company, but we have uh, an office in uh, Athens and uh, obviously New Mexico and Houston. So we have this, you know, wide kind of grasp on things. And there's a reason we do that, but I don't want to go into that right now. That's why our business model is the way it is. That being said, there are other shirts like, okay, the Girl Next Clown shirt is also one of my favorite graphically. The guy did an amazing job. The clown is Trish. Trish. So, no, no it's, it's, it's bad, Trish. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really adamant. So, anyway, the guy that did the T-shirt... Uh, I met him there too. He did a really great job on this, and I like this the clown, the clown head, which kind of represents the you know the occult, the other side, you know whatever. And it's got the graphic of girl next on it really prominently, and a lot of people bought those. Like I say, they came up to the booth, and I wasn't feeling well at all. I was in pretty bad shape there. I, was, I couldn't stay throughout the whole thing because I just had to, I had to go back and, and rest. I was unable to stand on my own two feet. I did have a wheelchair, um, you know, which I had to be wheeled in, you know, because I couldn't really walk, uh, you know, mainly because of a drug that they gave me. Uh, but anyway, I, I, made, I made it. I got there, and I signed a few things. I didn't sign as many because I understand that um, Sunday they all came flooding in, and what they wanted was they saw, you know, they saw the premiere of The Quantum Devil,
which is, you know, we're going to talk about this more because these movies are very, pretty much cutting edge about, about things today. This was a kind of a little bit of a nostalgic Lovecraftian tale, but with a modern twist. And um, so they came out wanting everything to know about everything about Girl Next. They want to know about the uh, Quantum Quartet, which is the next two movies. With next one is called Never Ever After, and the final one is called Dragon Island. And so we'll form a quartet of quantum realm movies and certain characters and things and certain. Then we have offshoots, uh, you know, which would be the Chronicles of Lorian West, which was the 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 woman and um, you know the the uh, the double agent in uh, Girl Next. And uh, then she gets developed. She gets her own little show eventually. And so all those things are, you know, on the table. And uh, But the next thing to go will be, uh, you know, never, ever after. And it's taking a little bit of time just because we have, you know, we have to move from thing to thing. So we moved up to, to doing um, the uh, uh, Quantum Devil in Serbia. But we did it with, you know, like all the, you know, had more time, had, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, a nice level of crew and, and uh, designers and, you know, and sets and things like that. So I love the atmosphere in that movie. I, I just love it. So here's the, 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 the next one, though, is more like, okay, so this one is, you know, is involving, you know, known actors, you know, that, you know, it's a kind of, a big step up in budget and everything else. It's 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 really needs that, and it's a tale of um, uh, you know if if you've been gang stalked, I'm telling you, you've got to see Never Ever After. You, it's just required viewing because most people don't even admit that gang stalking exists. They say, "Oh, if you say that, then you're mentally ill," you know. So it's bad, you know, the persecution of gang stalking victims. But here's the thing: it's 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 a military program, the gang stalking. It's military. And it's shown from kind of the inside out about a guy who's been programmed and also been a super soldier. He doesn't know it. He's living in this house with two kids, two daughters, and a wife. And he feels like he's been programmed to be there, like he's always been there. And so he has a job at an insurance company, right? Sounds pretty boring. But like he's always had that job. And he starts discovering that none of that's true, that he's being set up. And then... He keeps going, trying to park, and then some like other guy keeps parking in his place, and he can't park. And then when he points it out to the boss, and they look out the window, the space is open again. And so that now he's being harassed by the boss, and they're told he needs therapy and everything else. He goes down there, and now the, 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 these homeless guys are wandering up, and they know his name, and they're, they're, they're starting to harass him too. And it's like they're even you know, the boss is down there, and they're, the homeless guy is talking to the boss. Uh, you know, like they're in some kind of cahoots and then harassing our friend, you know, our, our guy who's starting to wake up and realize, is this my boss? Is this my, you know, it's like the talking head song, you know? And and um, uh, so you start getting an insider's view of gang stalking and, uh, <coughs> um, you know, and, and just advanced technology. And the, you know, the, the member of, a few years ago, I said that the uh, gang stalking was going to go mainstream. So now everybody goes, it's COVID, is gang stalked. Anybody that, that doesn't wear a mask, this and that, they start getting harassed. 
anyone who's ever criticized the government for anything, they, they're on the list to be harassed, and then that's your job, that's your, your bank account, and this and that. They could just, you know, they, they, they have all this in place. It comes from the government, it comes from the military. And um, it's a very real thing, and it's, it's, it's about getting rid of political enemies. And so if you are a targeted individual, it just means that you, you know, have in some way, whatever it is, and, and, being, a, and being a Christian, being straight up with Christ, you know, for real, not being half it, you know, a tweener, you know, one foot in the world system, one foot in Jesus, you know what I mean? Really, that, all that means is that the default position, the world, is where your both feet are. And you're giving lip service to Jesus. And that's how the Lord sees it. I came to the United States, in a sense, to warn, you know, out, you know, at the Zeph report, to warn people about the, what I'd seen in the churches, which was everybody was a tweener. Nobody was really serious. All the people were like, well, you know, Jesus understands I have to make money. And, and so they all just assumed that being a you know being an abomination, being a blasphemer of God, was normal if you had to make money because that was really God providing provision and you know they had some kind of it's all mind control to keep these people in a cult and and really then control their behavior. These the pastors they all go to people's houses and they look at your art and they say oh you're being ungodly and they just basically bully you into submission until you are just a slave of them. You know, and then they've got you, and then you know, then you, you know, then the, the the real purpose of the church is to conform you to Satan. I mean, that's basically it. They want you to bow down to you know society or Satan, same thing, and um, they want you to play by the rules, which the rules are anathema, are are not compatible with God's rules. So go along to get along equals, uh, you know, cancel my, you know, subscription to the resurrection. Well, that's exactly what it does. So people said, oh, it can't be that bad. So I said, yeah, people, you know, you see you're saying all these people are wrong. I said, not wrong, but misguided, and they need new information so they can make an adjustment. Yes, th their lives need to be saved. Yes. There's forgiveness there, but not if you keep doing the same thing you were doing. Not if, if, if you're not, you know, you, if you say you're delivered and you're not, then, then you're, you know, with you know, the other side and that's where you're going to go for eternity. You're, you're spoken for. If you've been redeemed and you really have, then you're going with the Lord. It's not, it, it's, it's not about whether or not you committed, you know, a horrible sin. You know what I mean? I mean, that's bad enough. There are consequences and you have to pay those consequences. But that's not what it's about. It's about salvation of souls. That's what it's really about. And I believe that this world is a simulation for sure. It's basically not real. But it is set up to do a certain thing that God needs it to, needs to be done, which is test us, you know, which is divide who belong to him and who don't. And also, to take the people, John 17, that Jesus gave you know, that God gave to Jesus and shepherded them through this awful world, you know, un, unscathed. And when you look at the, the creator through Jesus and you see the joy of the word of God, you see the, the joy of, of not being, having the heavy burden of the world on your shoulders, 
that alone equals joy. And then when you look at death, as I do, and I look at death, it's like, oh, cool, you know. I mean, I, you know, going through it will be just a short time, but I will be uh, with my Lord. I'll be where I want to be with the, you know, I'll be with the Lord and with, you know, our people, our family, our tribe, whatever you want to call it, the tribe of Judah, the whatever, you know, it, it's, it's, it's that, it's, it's that eternity I want. I don't want to simply die face down in the muck, which is, you know, just, just to, to be, you know, cast out or outside, especially by my own hand. Most people that, that are not saved have done so by their own hand, not by God, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, or have punished themselves by their own hand. Or there are people that say, well, I've sinned too much. I've killed many men. I'm not redeemable. And of course, you are totally redeemable. That's the whole point of Jesus, was to redeem guys like you. But the thing is, you've got to step away from your benefactor and step into, uh, you know, and under, you know, the temple of Jesus as your benefactor, as your life. It, it's, it really is a life change. And, you know, when they tell you, oh, you've changed, so we baptized 4,000 people, we did all this stuff, you're really one of us. Only you know if you're one of them or not. You, only, you know if you belong to Jesus or belong to the collective. Only you you know, it, you don't get salv- you don't get saved, uh, so to speak. Which we're talking about souls now. We're talking about you know, spiritually. You don't get saved, uh, you, you know, collectively by, you know, all the people getting baptized at the same time. You get saved one soul at a time. You, it's all about you, and you know, you your soul is redeemed by Jesus because your hope and trust is now in Jesus. And you understand that it's all true because the Lord will show you it's all true. Even everything, everything that, um, you know, uh, about Jesus is true. And then you realize a whole other dimension opens up. The Jesus dimension, by the way, is not the world. So you're in like a sixth, sixth, you're in like a fourth dimension when you're with Jesus. And the world cannot see really what that means. They just see there's a, there's, Really, they're just blinded by your light. You know, they're just they're just offended by the light you have. And what, what, they're offended by the by the fact that you operate freely. You're not asking people permission to be yourself. You're just being yourself. And yourself doesn't play well with others because you're not going to just jump into their orgies or their rituals or their you know their sacrifices or whatever they're doing. You've got no part of it, and you would never take part in it. So therefore, they they you know you, you're anathema. You're you're a, you're a, you know, you're to be targeted. You're to be eliminated. We don't want your kind in this world. The answer is, the answer to them is, and here and here's where you mock them, and here's what you need to do. You need to tell them, look, buddy, it's not your world. Okay, number one, I don't care how many people you have in your dumb organization. You know, a bunch of dumb humans conforming to each other idolizing each other, worshiping each other, even worse. You know, giving yourselves permission to do every abomination on earth. And anyone who doesn't like it, you know, you're going to go ahead and ruin their lives. Okay, fine. It's not your world. And you will fail. Because guess what? Your cities are going to collapse one by one by one, like dominoes. Your cities will collapse now, and there'll be nothing there. You can feed off the carcasses. If you want to see what your world will look like, go back and look at the Book of Eli. 
great film with Denzel Washington. Go back and look at that film. And take a look at the world, you know, before, you know, take a look at the town. Take a look at the way things have, have, have fallen. Take a look at what a failed state looks like. Take a look at what a failed, you know, or look at Mad, you know, the original Mad Max. Look at, look at, it's, it's beyond dystopian. It has failed. San Francisco is God's answer. Only God could make that. They had no plans on collapsing it like that. You say, oh, yes, they did. They want to collapse it. Well, they want to collapse it in this way. Uh, they want to collapse it with the idea that uh, that they'll leave you alone if you pay into them. But I guess enough people didn't pay, so it went down the tubes. Anyway, the... Um, San Francisco is a perfect example because it was such a pristine uh, city, because it was the number one city to live in, because it was voted also the most beautiful city in America. And that's why, that's why it is the target of God's wrath. Because of its beauty. Because um, the, the, the government, the people... Uh, you know, have have let it, you know, devolve spiritually. And what happens when you become, you know, spiritually devolution is just the default position would be what I call gross paganism or just uh, lazy idolatry. Okay? It's, it's just the, the default position, you know. And and, uh, and people that would, would, or another way of calling it would be selfishness with a small s. Selfish. Selfish people narcissistic people, weak people that need to join collectives in order to justify their existences. And that's what it is. The cult will help you, you know, stand up on your own two feet. But the bottom line is, is San Francisco is, is a raid against God. And um, everything about the people in power in California is of, you know, is basically a hatred of God. And, and so... Therefore, don't be surprised to start seeing city after city collapsing. Not only are they not talking about just San Francisco. I mean, if you look carefully at some of the, the small towns all up and down the uh, mid coast of California and all the, you know, the, the, this is just really uh, beautiful real estate. You'll see that all these towns are closed and all these stores are like, but, you know, are, uh, but, you know, are shut are shuttered shut. And the reason for that is they they can't sustain because they don't have the population, number one. They don't have the businesses anymore. They've been driven out by COVID. They've been destroyed. So so now you have an incredible homeless population that has been put purposely all on drugs so that and, and then they're completely, you know, gonna gonna gonna, you know, take over Los Angeles, San Diego. And uh, and San Francisco it will all be the same, and the answer may end up being a government solution that it would involve the whole country, where the country has to then pay for these cities that are collapsing, and readapt. Meaning people have to be moved into certain kinds of housing prepared for them, small compact cities, you know, areas where they can be controlled even further, and. Uh, Well, 
I think it's a bold move letting California go like that. But you won't see Gavin Newsom do anything but blame Donald Trump and then ask Biden if he has a solution. And, of course, they don't because they want you to see it collapse. They want you to have no hope. They want you to think that you have no choice. So that's, you know, where we are today. But nothing speaks of God's wrath more right now than uh, San Francisco and other you know, states, cities, principalities uh, like it. Like in, in Texas, you know, they say Texas is booming. There's a lot of, of empty real estate there that you can see that people have built for... Uh, But anyway, the um, San Francisco is only you know, the first of, of many to go, and uh, you know, I predict that it will not be a safe harbor. It will not um, be a thing that uh, people could um, reform. So that's my you know take on it, and um, you know I told you that God's going to move. And that, you know, and that, and, and that you know, the, the other thing I said that I backed up today with scripture was he knows how to separate out his people from the people being judged. They're not being judged, they're being not, you know, not just punished, but they're being, what's happening is they are reaping what they've sown. That's more accurate. They are the ones that brought it on. And the only reason we're not in that camp getting the same kind of treatment is because um, you know, we weren't part of that puzzle. And so with that, <laughs> uh, I think, given the fact that I caught this little bug, I think I've done uh, pretty well for today and identifying that, because I don't think People are even talking about, you know, judgment. They're talking about restoration. And I'm all for restoration, believe me. But like I said in the, the, the early song I had, first the hells must come, then the heavens. You know, uh, there are consequences. And we, you and I, uh, people of God and, and uh, our friends uh, that, you know, are not... I'm not the kind of person that could be in a collective... I just get kicked out. I like, I, I think, I speak. You know, I, um, I say what's on my mind. Uh, you know, I wish I had that song spun. I wonder if I've got that somewhere. <laughs> Let's see if I've got it somewhere. I'm in the studio doing a very avant-garde, abstract kind of piece right now. But I'm, I'm, you know, having to dial everything in, and and so, getting a whole different take. You know, it's a whole different thing, you know. But what I want to do is I want to put some voice on there about. Uh, oh, I see it here. Here it is. But it's 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 I can't get to it. Oh, I see. Well, where is it?
Well, I'm just trying to find this song. I'm sorry. It's right there. I, I just I'm not I'm not getting it. <laughs> anyway. New stuff coming soon. I just gotta get back in there and uh finish it and um you know, trying to get everything done. Well I'm not finding it. I'm not finding it. I'm not finding it. Okay. Where is it? 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 Yeah, some new, um, really, you know, uh, radical songs about Jesus. It's it's really, you know, coming down to this war against Jesus. That's what's so amazing to me, that uh, it's just so tailored to that. that I mean, can't anybody see if that's what they're doing? Then there must be something that Jesus that bothers them that they would focus on Jesus rather than, you know, Mohammed, Lao Tzu, you know, any other spiritual leader ever, ever to, only Jesus. So weird. And I know, well, that's because the majority, no, the majority in America is not really into Jesus. They're bringing this, but they're keeping this thing going. Why would that be? They're keeping it going. Why? And uh, the answer is because they, uh, as you know, are, uh, um, you, you know, uh, basically anti-Christ and, and anti-God, meaning they are complete believers in God. They know Scripture very well. They know they know they want to blaspheme the Lord. In fact, you know, Richard Wormbrand, you just got to go back to that and read some of his testimony about what they would do, making, making them have communion in their cells, um, you, you know, with, with feces and urine. You know, to to try to make it so you know to to, to create a bla- a blasphemy, and if they didn't do it, if they didn't participate, they would just go out and you know, and kill them. You know, just be that simple. And uh, this this is how it can get, and this is how it's gotten for the you know January sixth. I mean, these people have done. What did they do? I mean, they you know they they're they're guilty of really just existing. You know, and uh, you know they they want to eliminate the idea of uh, choice and everything else. Well, I'm going to have to put on you know something else. I'm just not seeing it. Spun. Spun. Yeah, it was about uh, you know looking back to the time of society (laughs) and and lovely, lovely people, lovely people in Beverly Hills, lovely people. Yes, they're the kind of people you would just love to love to hang out with, and you could you could go to to lunch and practice stabbing each other in the back. Let's see, um, Spice. Remember Spice, guys? Shoot, it should be right there, and it's not. I, I'm I'm devastated. Um. Yeah, let's put on something really blasphemous, shall we? I play this a lot, but I'm, I'm don't worry. I'm going to work up some. I'm gonna, it's time for me to go into my sort of Frank Zappa, you know, uh, you, you know, African drums and weird instruments and things like that. A mode, you know, into that kind of, um, you, you know, with with uh, with um, lyrical commentary on the. Uh, the current state of uh, the stupid abominators, which, where am I going? Guys, I've seen so many songs here that I used to do. Wow. 
What are the, where did these come from? Here was one that, uh, you got to get it off the cloud. Here was one that, um, uh, I, I, I don't know. This was something I did so long ago, but it was, uh, let's see if it uh, came out and is allowing me to play it. Sorry about the delay. No, it didn't. No. What happened to it? It 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 disappeared. Oh, I see. Hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm looking for it. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, 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 looking. Oh, it's just, a, uh, there's some funny, funny songs in the past that are just ridiculous. Well, let's, let's listen to this. Oh, I see. It goes through the, it has to be downloaded from the club. Where does it go? Yeah, I know I need to talk. I know. I am talking as it's downloading. Let's see if it's going to... Oh. Oh. Well, this was... I don't know what this is.
Shit, I used to, you know, that I played bass and drums and synth. I played all the instruments and shoot, you know, I used to be pretty good back then. I, I don't know if I can ever get that good again, but anyway, that was all me there. No, uh, no fooling around with electronic stuff. And, um, it was a little more of an abstract kind of jazz piece, but I'm going to go. I've, I've, I think we buried some, a little bit of meaning within this podcast. And um, meaning, you know, to watch out for God's wrath. And you'll see, once you start seeing it, you'll start seeing it everywhere. But also in people that, you know, they, they, they have this idea they're going to be in this collective that's going to win. And they're going to win everything. And it's all going to be theirs. And they may have that illusion. I think they've had that for like the last three years that they've won since 2020. So now it starts shifting. See, and that's what I'm saying. I'm looking at that three and a half year shift. And so I'm seeing now the, um, you know, the wrath, you know, first come the heavens, then, you know, they think they, the heavens come first and, and the hell's for their enemies. And it's really, you know, it's really not even about us. It's about God's way and what he expects. And, you know, first the, the you know, the, uh, it's not even about like being good. It's, it's about just following Jesus for me, you know, you know, being good is, um, uh, when it's just in my own ego and my own mind, I'm terrible. I mean, it's, you know, we're all just as bad as each other. That's what's inhuman. That's the human fallen condition. But when we're following, not berating ourselves, not self-critical, but just following like children, then we enter in. And when we enter in, it's like, you know, that is such a great thing, being in the kingdom. Even being here on earth and being in the kingdom is just a great thing. It's like, not that you're sheltered from anyone else because you're completely, you're actually more available to other people to help them because you're not in an ego fight. You're not fighting them, you know, my dad against your dad. It's like, you know, well, come on, you know, join us, you know. There's no no need for you to be unhappy. So, in Jesus' name, I bless the entire show and, and uh, I hope a lot of people that are kind of lost will... Uh, have this realization of what's real and what's not very soon. And uh, let's see what else I downloaded. I want to play something a little bit provocative. Here's something that um, would horrify them. So I'll see you next uh, next time. God bless. I'm five, uh, we can see it out, thanks. We've uh, got the suspects off under observation. Uh, it's that lighthouse over there. One with the yellow trim. Why don't you uh, get to the shadow of that big tree over there? We'll find you to the suspect at Red Garden. Okay.
Take vengeance very seriously. I push to the 